The apocalypse sucks, but it doesn't have to. If you enlist in the Mutant Football League, that is. That's right, guys. Mutant Football League is now live and available on the PlayStation Store, the Xbox Store, and Steam. I got to sit down today and talk to Michael Mentheim and Tim Kitzroy about the release, about the game in general, and uh, just had an all-around blast. So give it a listen and then run out to whatever local platform you play on and pick up Mutant Football League, and I'll see you on the field. <laughs> hey, guys. Is that a corpse? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> no, that's my... Um, you need to put in a picture, so let's just do a picture. <laughs> there I am. Not much there better. Still corpse-like. Ah, How are you, you look fantastic. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Get the, just put the flashlight under your chin. Perfect for Mutant Football League. <laughs> so what's so up? So, Jason... Tim Kitzrow, can Tim Kitzrow? What's going on, Jason? Jason Canary. Uh, Tim, I've known your voice since I was a kid. Yeah, it's not a not possibility. <laughs> <laughs> not been that long, has it? No, I mean I, I I had a Sega, and I was an arcade junkie. So um, huh. I've heard you since I was a kid. In fact, I've got. Uh, emulators and uh new year's we had a bunch of people over and had an nba jam tournament really yeah <laughs> so i told everybody that uh i was going to be talking to y'all today and i was told oh, to cool. get at least one boom shakalaka out of you before i was done. well you know yeah. you, you heard about tim <laughs> no, i'm kidding <laughs> We'll break some news here, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it out of the way. Boom shakalaka. Oh, that's okay. It's, it's mama's milk, isn't it, for you gamers? It really is. So I just pulled it up on the PS4 store. It is live. Finally. Okay. I know. You can put it in, and there it is. I mean, I'm looking at it on my TV right now. Excellent. Good. Excellent. So, uh... What's the what's what's been going on with it? How's how's this week leading up to release, Ben? Oh, it's been crazed, right? But it's been good. Did you see our launch video? It's pretty funny. Uh yeah, I did on social media. I did see that. I've shared with the Tim Kitzrow skeleton. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. I'll have to take a look. Yeah, yeah you need to watch it. Welcome to Mutant Football League. I'm Tim Kitzrow. Oh, wait a minute. Grim Blitzrow. Right. We had a problem during the recording. I kept forgetting who I was. I was Fitzroy. I was Blitzrow. I was Kitzrow. <laughs> we'll get it worked out. Yeah. So leading up to launch, it's been quite hectic, but it's been really cool. Um, I would have liked like the hours from midnight to now to be a little smoother with the game uh, being everywhere, but you know that's just completely beyond our control. Uh, but it's up there now, and uh, people can go buy it, and it's like I'm freaking out, man. <laughs> it's like it's just been a long, hard, but, you know, fantastic experience. And to actually get the game out is a fantastic feeling, you know. And we're going to build on it from here. We're, we're not done. We want to, like, give the community more features, the stuff that uh, they've been screaming for, 
but the early reviews on the game have been pretty solid, and uh, people like it, and it captures the spirit of what they loved about the original game, even though this is a new experience, and it's much faster and much more, you know, crazed gameplay than the original, but... um, I'm very proud of it, and I'm super proud of Tim and the team, and gosh, you know, it's been a long, long journey, but we finally, you know, got here, so I'm really happy. I was going to say, how are the the boys in Kiev handling all of this? I've only got to talk to them once, so. Well, like, you know, our um, tech lead, Ivan. Yep is already, like, building stuff for the product, right? So he's, we are releasing uh, a Dynasty mode in late February, early March, which is basically um, allows you to play multiple seasons, and you start out with a team that's, like, um, an overall 40-rated team, so they basically suck. But as you play, players gain experience, and they get better, and you can take them from rookie to pro to all-pro to all-star, and you get to manage your team more, and also um, customize your playbooks and decide what dirty tricks you want. So that's coming, and then we're also working on um, more online components, so like players can set up tournaments and stuff. So, you know, we have plans moving forward for the game, but um, all of that, all of those features are really based on community feedback and what the community wants, and we will continue to build. I mean, that's brilliant, especially with the way games run today. Uh, Any RPG element, any immersion and personalization people can have with characters is always you know, way more popular than just a base game. So I think that's going to be a brilliant move going forward, most definitely. Yeah, and our, our strategy was, I mean, we we self-funded the game, right? right. We had a team of seven guys. So we don't have big publisher assets and resources. So we had to manage the game from an ambition standpoint very carefully because... You know, how many developers just, they they add too many features and they never come out. So we had to just plan on a game that was within our ability to create and deliver on time. And um, we we spent the majority of our time focusing on the, the gameplay and the fun factor. Right. And we have that, and while it may not be perfect, it's pretty damn fun, and we wanted to get the multi-player aspects right. And now we have that, and over time, we can add more teams and more features. But this game has always been a community-driven game, and we build the features that the community wants. So, you know... As people play the game and give us feedback, we'll continue to grow it. And obviously, you know, we're going to go back in the recording studio with this guy and record, you know, more VO, more, more 
are just, you know, but we can't do everything at once. And uh, we didn't want to run out of money. So it just had to be very carefully planned. And, you know, we got to the finish line. So I'm very happy. It was a tight race. and We got there. I know I've had fun with the Steam build. Um, so thank you guys for giving me early access. I've been able to hear Tim make me laugh over my computer through Steam, playing it with friends and playing it, you know, just for myself. And, um, I mean, I, I think people are going to love it. I know I've had a blast with it so far. So, I mean, thanks for the early access. And at the same time, it made me really excited for the, this console release because now I've got friends that maybe don't have Steam or aren't PC players who I can now get to buy the game and then put headsets on and just be stupid together and have fun. <laughs> yeah. And we always add, like, um, little things that hopefully improve your play experience, and most of these come from our community, but, like, you know on Steam now when you play, if somebody wants to play online, you get a pop-up message, and they go... Hey, I want to play now, so you can just quit your game, which we will save in mid-progress, right. and then go play online with somebody, and then when you're done playing against somebody else, you can come back to your single-player game, and you're ready to go. So it's like a lot of little things like that um, are just community suggestions, and we implement them, and they really help like that that little thing really helped right. uh, the game so tim what what was it like getting back into the uh the crazy zany narrator role again i heard your um your interview on game informer a little while ago and uh, i was i was excited because i knew about the game and i'd already been able to hear you and stuff like that and so what was well, it like it was I mean, well first of all I'm in Chicago where Mike lives, and we all know the same people. It's really a small industry, small family when, when you think about it. Right. Uh, but we had never met. And, I mean, you think of all the years now that I've been living off the uh, NBA Jam, Blitz, uh, you know, you know that whole fan club there. But I haven't had a new title out in so many years. We, we did a remake of Blitz and Jam with EA a little while back. So fast and hits, you know, have their moment. But that's now it's getting quite a few years back. So to have a new title offered... It's real exciting because, in a way, Mike and I were kidding like we're kind of dinosaurs. You know, we grew up with the arcade uh, games and, and uh, the sim games. Like, you know, there's, where's there a place for a guy like me? And uh, I'm not going to go do Madden or anything, you know, the live, you know, NBA Live or anything else. They're all broadcasters. So to have an arcade game, which is, you know, which is my thing, uh, it's about creating the best entertainment, fast, furious, wild, crazy, you know, fun that you can have in a short period of time. That's, that's what I thrive on. Uh, so to have that offer, you know, it's like it's like having a hit single for a group, you know, back in the 60s, like satisfaction, you know, and then someone comes to me 25 years later, it's like, hey, you know, you want to do another top 10 song and I got a great, you know, got a great song for you because it's fast, it's right to the point, it's got a good hook. I mean, as soon as you get into Mutant Football League, you realize, you know, you're just, you're in another world that's, that's exciting and, and the way Blitz looked last time out. Didn't have that excitement, didn't have that buzz, you know, kind of lost things the way the NFL watered it down. Uh, the, the speech, even though I, you know, did a lot of work writing it, it was pretty tame. They, they uh, were very limited with, like, how much speech was in it. And this thing was just over the top. I mean, it's getting back to my roots. Mad Magazine, 
you know, uh, and uh, Monty Python and crazy stuff that I grew up on. So, and Michael just really let me run with it, and uh, with my buddy Derek, Dijak, uh, writing and doing voices, and uh, couldn't have a better time. Right. With uh, with Tim, like we both write, so we spent time writing a script, right? And then we tune it. And then I put it all together and we walk into a studio and I give it to the recording guy and he's he's got everything set and then we get in and we have a very solid focused plan, right? Right. And then Tim just goes off, man. He just it's like uh, uh you know, and then when when we get all the recordings and you can't follow the script because he'll just start riffing and when you're in the studio and when you got a guy like this who's, man, I mean, when he gets going, he's a friggin' genius. <laughs> so you let him go, right? You go off script and then you get crazy shit. And right. you get stuff when you're playing, you're just like, what the hell? Like, where did that come from, <laughs> right? It's just so off the wall. That's this guy. <laughs> and I just let him go. Now, working for a larger publisher, right? Because I've been a executive producer at all different level publishers. Like, that doesn't fly, right? right. You, just, you, you just can't let somebody go off and rip on that. You've got everything's... What, but we are like a garage band, yeah. right? We are in a, a dumpy studio because we, we can't afford... You know, we we don't we're we're like putting this game together with pennies and duct tape, right? But that's but where we you get the good. best stuff, though. You know, but this is that, that, that's the best analogy, the Garage Band thing, because I, I've been in Garage Bands. I played drums. That's how I got into this whole business by playing drums. The guys at uh, uh, Williams and Valley Midway were, you know, the, the guys who put all the music in the games. So to go back from the days of Midway, where we were in a, in a little shoebox of a studio uh, right on the factory floor, which was cool and fun. But then for me to get this uh, period with the red carpet with EA and these, you know, these mansions out in Vancouver and Florida and, you know, four-star stuff, it was fun because I felt like a rock star, but it was a much more sterile environment. And so you think of bands that go into these huge studios after they've had their, like Nirvana, like the first album in the garage, literally, that, that sound that's just so authentic. Yeah, their Bleach real. album compared to In Utero. Yeah. yeah. And then you go in the studios and everything's watered down and you catered this and catered that and fancy hotels. And they kind of lose the edge. So coming back here and literally like being in a rock and roll basement, that's what was our studio, <laughs> which is cool. There's drums and tons of guitars and this and that all over and... You know, we're just we're we're doing it like guerrilla style, and that's that's where you get the good stuff. You know, and, and I mean, even like you go and you take a smoke break, right? And then we'll be outside, and it's like, what about this, right? And we'll be sitting there, yeah. just coming up with right. some lines, and then we just take it back in and we do it, and that's what it's been like. And I mean, that's why it just feels kind of natural i mean it's just it's organic right we go in there we have a plan i know what the events are so like that doesn't change the events have to be there but maybe a new event gets mm -hmm. created because something pops yeah but within that constraint i just let him go because i'm 
working with Tim because I want Tim and I want Tim's creative. I don't want to like write all of the stuff and go here, Tim, like we start out writing and it's collaborative and there's more writers than just us. But then you just let it go. He just let it flow. And then you get some real magic happening and it's really cool. And then of course, some of the stuff is uncomfortable you know, because then you put it out there and people are like, oh, we think that one crossed the line. And maybe some of them have. And if, you know, we can pull them and we can also put bleeps in them if we want in some spots, if we think it's too raw. Um, but it, it's just been kind of a really cool process. I mean, it really has. And... Uh, it's it's an interesting way to make games, and it's totally, like, indie, I guess. But at the end of the day, when people are playing the game, I mean, I hope the production values are there. I mean, I... They are. You know. They are. Honestly, they are. I mean, I've been playing it since you gave me a Steam key when we first did a podcast a long time ago. Uh, when this was, you know, early in development, you just had the, the early PC builds. Um I, I've had a blast with it. I've watched it, you know, get more and more polished. But, I mean, it was good from the start. So polish is only going to make it better as long as you kept that punk rock spirit, which you obviously did. And, Tim, I grew up in bands, too. Um, I was a lead singer for multiple punk and hardcore bands in the old uh-huh. the old Boston. I live in Atlanta yeah. now, but the old Boston music scene. And yeah. um, I had way more fun with the gutter punk bands than I did with the bands where everybody wants to just make it and be this and be that. And you're like, let's just do music and be crazy and have fun with it. And it actually got received better. You know what I mean? Like the bands I was in where we didn't give a shit did better than the bands where it was all about motivation and how many people were there and how many, can we get this on the radio? And it was more, you know, that independent spirit. It's like a couple of kids, you know, every time we get together, we're just laughing and laughing about what makes us laugh. Right. You know, and we're having that much fun just having a breakfast. When we first got together to talk about where we wanted to go, I mean, the lines were just starting to fly from the very get-go. And Michael's son, he's laughing. I go, okay, we're on the right track. And then the way we did it, as I said, it's a, it's a that real, I love the fact that you said punk rock because there's an edge and there's an irreverence. And we said some of the te- material might push it a little too far, but, you know, that's what happens when you... When you go to that place and we figure that the, the people that are going to go after this game also, they want something different. They don't want that safe, 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 clean, right. you know, mad style, whatever. And there's nothing else like that. And we'll feel, you know, feel it out uh, and listen to our, you know, feedback, whatever. You know, sometimes there, there are movies where it is, it is funnier, like Bleeps or Saturday Night Live or whatever, as opposed to being a little cruder. But there's, look at this world, this post-apocalyptic world, you know, with all these mutants and all the savagery and murders. It's, you know, right. it's, it's ripe for some, you know, some, some darker, you know, and filthier humor. <laughs> you could pull out chainsaws and shotguns. Yeah, yeah. For, for Ron, blitz plays Ron, and... What's it, Ron Zombie or something? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's got, and, and, you know, some of our fans, hardcore tats, and, like, they love it. It's a brutal world in Newton Football League. Get used to it or get off the bus. See? Exactly. I mean, and, you know, like a lot of, a lot of stuff today, like, like you were talking about, sometimes this, you know, somebody would say this went over the line. Of the, our world right now is so friggin' sensitive. Everything's a line. Yeah. You know, uh, so. 
Brent's Twitter Twitter feed is probably more offensive than anything we've said in the last you know few months in a session. When we were on Kickstarter and we first um, you know we made the demo available so people yeah. could play it. So like on it was either day one or day two. I had somebody write a comment and they said, you know, I went with my friend and we played it, and within three minutes of the game an F-bomb was dropped and there was a lot of blood and this isn't our style of game and, you know, we don't like this, blah, blah, blah. And then go buy just, Mario I, for fifty nine ninety nine. Well, I was just like, you know, you walk into a biker bar and you're, you're expecting us to serve you tea and crumpets, right? right. I mean... We we'll serve you whiskey, beer, and hard rock and roll, right? And that's what we serve in the biker bar, right? Because everybody goes into a biker bar and they want the guy who looks like Bam Bam Bigelow on meth to go pinky out. So you know, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. I think it'll be embraced. I think people need a reverence. They need a break. We need the the rat rod people to embrace this and. I, I mean, there is something to be said for that, like Mad Max world and uh, and the rat rods and that that cool you know underworld. Like you know, the, there's a there's a feel and a vibe to that. And I wonder what's like outside the, the stadiums and and explore more in uh, a mutant football league. Uh, what what the outside world is like? Is is it like Mad Max or is it uh, like Blade Runner? Right. So see, uh, like so. I lo- I love that you said Mad Max. I don't mean to cut you off. But, like, the Mad Max example. So I was playing uh, my friend Elliot one day, and I pulled off a dirty move perfectly. His whole team got screwed, and I'm running to the end zone, and I look at him across the couch, and I go, witness me! And right as I cross the... So we actually quoted Mad Max playing each other. So that's yeah. perfect, perfect analogy. Yeah, the big the big car with the uh, you know the the speakers, the big double stack marshals, and the, I mean that's what it is bursting through the stadium. Johnny Man smell and oh hell wreck him and you know all these dudes. It's uh, man, I mean the, the imagination. Though, I really say going back to, like Mad Magazine and stuff when I was a kid, this would have just you know lit my fire. So uh, you know I, I'm not a gamer myself, but I'm so drawn to the aspects of this game, the art and the humor and everything else. It's, it's an interesting thing. You know, I've been in the game world forever, but I've just never been a gamer. So <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We love you anyway. <laughs> For me, like, it's all about um, trying to get, you know, a young, a new generation familiar with the game, right? right. So, um that is when I'm at game shows, like they're there and they're loving it and they're playing it and having a good time. But that's different from they're actually plunking down money and purchasing the game to play it. And that's kind of where we're at right now. It's, um, you know, I, I just I hope we can expand our market and I hope like, you know, we can get a new generation of players playing these types of games. Because right now, there's a niche in the market. There's not a lot of arcade sports games. There's simulation, but there's just not, like, you know, 
when we designed this game, we wanted to kind of make a game that you could play stones, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it was just easy to get into. It was easy to turn on. We didn't want to take you through a million screens. It's just like, you want to play? Yeah, yeah let's yeah. play. And then, you know, 15 seconds later, there's the kickoff. And um, kind of wanted to bring that type of experience to the market and also allow you to play on the living room couch because you know when you play this game against a friend and you can see their reaction when you kill their star quarterback that's like what the game's about right? exactly. exactly yeah go ahead sorry no, i was going to say that uh i i think that this game more than anything i've seen has the chance to like get the new younger generation of kids and what michael showed me the footage from the, the shows it's just fun. It's fast. It's it's you know it's something that you can't find in another title, and to be able to jump in and jump out of a game so quickly and have the fun of like killing the guy's quarterback. I mean, you just can't get it. So I, I was it's like Mortal Kombat, NFL Blitz meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Exactly. You know, and all those all those titles are popular. So we put enough ingredients in there where it's you know I just don't think there's anything like it on the market. And I would love to see an actual arcade like Incredible Technologies come on and go, we're going to make a handful of arcades because the arcade business is coming back so big. Uh, they actually contacted me about doing an NBA Jam cabinet. They want to do a retro cabinet and get it back out there. Nice. Wouldn't it be fun to have, I mean, one of these where people just be screaming and yelling in arcades and, you know, seeing that excitement that we used to see around <clears throat> Jam and Blitz in, in different arcades. So uh, there's so many possibilities, but I think that once the word gets out, and I love the fact that it's a little more grassroots, you know, it's not like EA Sports did a game. Oh, fuck you. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> that, just wipe oh, all that of that off. Happened. All no, of that is, off. This is the middle of the night, right? Like, <laughs> but there's uh, a screw this, EA. This is the studio it's, right it's, here. This is the shit. I mean, I, there's a smugness to, like, you know, the, the big companies where I want the little guys. That's why I did that attitude. Like, we got the attitude. Like, we can, we can take on the big companies. Because we got something that, that they wouldn't have taken time taken seriously. Like if someone pitched this idea to a huge, huge studio, like no, 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 we're you know it's all about Sims now. It's all about this. It's all about that. So I think that take, being the risk taker that Michael is and the team going after something that you know very few people would you know have the guts to go. Oh yeah, I, I think there's a market for this. Well, we know there's a market. You know, we believe, and when you believe, you know, and, and push it like that then you're going to get something that's uh, you know, really different. And I think that's what we have, a title that you know, Michael believed in that you know, other people just don't see. It. He's, he's a genius. I mean, it's a world that he's created. And, and look at the first version, you know, the hardcore fans from uh, the first version or the original version, Mutant Right, Leaflet. right here. Yeah. Hardcore and the, the you know, fun Saturday morning cartoon, action figures. I mean, he's got posters and, and action figures and, and cards, trading cards. Those are the things that when I was a kid, you know, you just loved. And that's another aspect exactly. I think that's going to bring the younger generation. Have you seen the artwork? I mean, it just blows your mind. That, those I have. Rods, and kids will be collecting them at school or whatever. I like the fact that they can touch something in this downloadable world you know, and, I, and that's why I like it coming out on uh, uh, when it finally gets a you know hard copy too. But I love the right. trading card aspect. I love that there's something you can touch and hold and trade and share with your friends. I know. I want those action figures so bad. I saw them and was like, oh. But no, like what 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 you were saying about you know the way games are today, and you you mentioned EA, and I know they were you know. EA, it's in the game. The problem yeah. with EA right now is if EA did 
carry it, they'd charge you individually for each damn team because they are like the, yeah, I want one so bad. Wow. That, that would go on display with... I'll turn the camera around in a minute and show you my entertainment center. I have more toys than my kids, and I'm 36 years old. But, um... Like EA, EA is like the microtransaction monsters right now. If a big publisher did put it out, you would you would get the base game, right? And then anything you guys added after, or even parts of your base game that people are going to get for for the price point that is more than fair for a game today, especially with an online component, you you you'd get charged. Um, you know, hey, pay us four bucks, and you get, uh, you know, the, the away jersey instead of just the base jersey. Oh, do you want the whole roster of teams? Well, for twelve ninety nine, we can fuck you for all the teams if you want. And, I mean, that that's what's going along with a lot of games. Well, so, yeah, your approach is perfect. So. Well, I'm not going to say we're never going to charge for right. features and stuff, but right now our goal is to get as many people as playing and when we release Dynasty mode, we're going to release that for free, uh, just because we want more and more people to play it. But, I mean, if we release an editor that allows you to create your own team or create your own plays, well, we're going to monetize that because we can't work but for free. But that's worth it. A lot of games yeah. now, they're doing microtransactions for stupid stuff. So that's worth it. I mean, you yeah. Know. I mean, well, it allows you if you want to build your own team or actually design your own plays, then that's a choice you make, and then you'll purchase that. But if you don't care about that, then you know you don't have to purchase it. Right. But um, like, if we add like the Philadelphia Evils, right? Um, we're just going to add that because. The game should have that team. The game should have those teams in it. And because we couldn't do every team right now doesn't mean that a year from now or two years from now, it won't have every team. Right. Again, we had, a, we had to approach this smartly because otherwise you just you don't get to ship your game and you run out of money and... I mean, the casualty rate of developers trying to release games and not ever being able to because they couldn't cross the finish line has got to be around 70%. Yeah. So we want it to be in the number of actually crossing the finish line and actually shipping the title and not have it be filled with bugs and just have it be clean and fun experience now we want to grow it but that's the game we delivered and we have it at a yeah. modest price point we're growers not showers so um <laughs> best answer of the day <laughs> when you talk about price when you talk about, when you talk about price points um, all this NBA Jam stuff, everybody always tells me how many hundreds of dollars they spent. And think of the quarters, just going into like one afternoon of like X amount of games NBA Jam. It's ridiculous when, when people at $25, like, ah, oh, it's kind of expensive for, you know, for an arcade title. I mean, I know it's where we're at, but for me, I think of anyone who grew up throwing the arcade coins in, it's a bargain 
man. Right. And I do hope that, and I do hope that the, the younger generation realizes that the story behind this, that this is that, that little, you know, that, that little guy that's fighting in that big world and that they take pride in, you know, telling their friends and, and saying, we want to keep, keep this, you know, see this title grow, 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 and we're going to help it. And we feel fine about popping 20 bucks on 1995 or whatever, because this is something that the big boys will never give us. And this is our world. And there is something very uh, cool about, you know, when you love a band, and especially an indie band, and you go, you know, these guys are real deal. You know, you, you love plunking money down when you go see a, a new band at a club. You never thought you were going to, you know, buy one of their CDs. They just happen to be maybe another band on the bill. But I always feel good when I give an artist that's working, you know, going to clubs and doing I love giving my money to people who are putting out good stuff. So right. I hope that people feel this way, you know, and, and just spread the word. It's all this grassroots, you know, all, we're doing all this great stuff, you know, online stuff, interviews, just once that word gets out there, enough people see this game, I think it's just really going to catch fire and heat up. It's going to, it's going to burn up the internet. But uh, it really, I really think that, I mean, when you do this stuff, you know, you're just, we're this guy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's the, this is crazy. This, this could be the business right here. Forget the game, man. These guys are going to take over. All right, I got to show you where it belongs. We'll get you one. Don't oh, my gosh. No, I, it, I'll buy one. I don't need. See, it belongs up there. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> it totally belongs I'm telling up you, there. that's going to be the business. Michael's going to, he's going to make millions on these alone, man. These well, people love these things. Anyway, so I don't know how much people care about the art of it um all i care i mean i think i just want them to have fun right in right. a good time with their friends where they can laugh scream you know just because you this game can make you scream as easy as it can make you laugh and that happens on multiplayer so we're super excited about it uh we're on xbox live on steam and uh, PlayStation Network on our website, uh, www.mutantfootballleague.com. You can just go there and click on any platform you want, and it'll take you right there. And we are going to continue, hopefully, uh, making the game better and better, and hopefully making some different Look. type of mutant sports game. The, uh, let's see if I can get There it is on the PlayStation Store. Oh, nice! That's a it's up. It's live. Wow! That's fantastic. And you can uh, you can follow me at Tim underscore Kitzro, and uh, we've got a couple uh, alter ego as I was mentioning the players: Oh Hell Reckham, uh, Johnny Mansmell. He was uh, used to be Johnny Football, now he's Johnny Freefall. And you can follow him at at Johnny Mansmell. <laughs> That's my alter ego. So we can have fun with that. Uh, you know, tell everybody to jump on board, and, and we'll get some. some what stuff what going. what Tim is referring to is they have these Twitter accounts of some of the MFL star characters, and they're yep. just kind of again organic. Having some of the writers just go and have alter egos and have little matches in the whole thing behind. Uh, Johnny Mansmell is he wants in the league, but Mutant Football League doesn't want him in. Yeah, he got kicked out of the, off make, the Cleveland Burns. He didn't make the cut, I, right? I saw that post and on Facebook so, where it was like, he, wait, he wasn't he kicked out? He was overhyped trophy winner, too. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he wants in, and, you know, this league that pretty much lets anybody in just, you know, it's just 
telling him to go play up in Canada. Uh, it's like it's like a, we were joking about you know Cartoon Network. Like there's a, there's a show within this game, you know, of the uh, you know the players, the individuals. I mean, you start to put the Johnny Mansell and all these these uh, big ego uh, guys based on NFL players, which is kind of really cool, and it gives us the license to parody you know, major league sports in a way. I don't think there are a lot of people out there that, that have that platform that we do. So take it into the, the social media through Twitter with, you know, fake accounts, right. bomb shady. You know, this is great stuff. I follow yeah. bomb shady. <laughs> I do. I'm a Pats guy, so I love bomb shady. You know, we all know that bomb shady likes to play with soft balls, but after that hit, <laughs> after that sack, I mean, talk about a sack right in the old lunch sack. He's going to be playing with deflated balls the rest of his life. Be careful what you wish for, Bomb Shady. Boom shakalaka. See, good Lord. And then I forget my next sentence. <laughs> so, Jason, we got to uh, wrap. Yes, sir. We got another one coming up. But I just want to say thank you so much. Thanks, um, you've been there with us since day one. You've helped promote the product. And from the bottom of our hearts, we appreciate it. Thank you, man. No, thank you, guys. Um, it, it's been awesome to be a part of it. Um, I'm, I, I was super stoked to see it on the screen today. When I when I look, I've been checking since midnight last night right. to see it, to, to, to see it hit the <laughs> store, and I, I saw it right before I came on with you guys. It came up, and I was like super stoked. So what I'm thinking is uh, I'm going to try to set up a tournament with my friends and broadcast the whole thing up on Twitch, and people can see a full bracketed tournament go all the way oh, down to the championship. Right. So, yeah, we're actually, um, our, our crazy genius engineer. He's, he's working on a structure. So within the game, you'll be able to set up brackets online. Nice. Okay. Guys. So that's, that's down the road though. Hey, at your tournament, call me sometime. I'll talk to your guys. Put me on speakerphone. We'll have some fun. That would be so awesome. Dude, honestly, from my childhood to current, just me and you, it's an honor to get to talk to you. Um, I appreciate that, Jason. Been a fan for years. There's some hardcore fans out there. It really makes me feel good. And I always love to call people. And and I do freak people out sometimes. Someone will call me when they're having like a jam tournament, you know, put me on speakerphone. So feel free to call. I'll make sure we get your contact and you get mine, okay? Definitely. Definitely. Awesome. I'm going to go back to all my Great friends now. You, yes, sir. Okay, take, I'll be take in touch. Care, Jason. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, there you have it, guys. You can obviously tell by the tone of this podcast how much fun this game was to make, how off the chain and free it was, um, the spirit behind it, that good punk rock spirit that I've always loved and everything. And uh, run out this weekend, pick it up, start playing with me or start playing with your friends online or in person it's much more fun to mock a person sitting on the couch next to you who just has to take your derision but um like i said the game's available on playstation store the xbox store and steam and i highly recommend running and picking it up this weekend and uh getting on that post-apocalyptic gridiron have a good one guys